MySpace was really bad news for me and my brothers when we were homeschooled. Okay, because up until we were, uh, up until MySpace came out, there was no way of seeing the outside world. So pretty much what you knew was what was in your house and what was at your church. And anything outside of those areas, you didn't really know anything or anybody. You were clueless to who was in your local high schools. You didn't know who the popular kids were. And you just kind of stayed with what you were in your house. Now, when MySpace came out, this gave you an inside look of, you know, who the cool kids in the local high schools were or who was popular, who was fun, who was not fun. And it kind of gave you an inside scoop on the drama. And we loved that. God, we loved that. It was what we had been craving our whole life. And we were finally getting it. We finally felt like we were part of the community and part of the scene. Well, that ended badly for us because we're freaks. Okay? That's pretty much what it comes down to. We're freaks and we wanted to be relevant because we were homeschool kids and we weren't relevant. And nobody knew who the buck we were. But we knew who they were. So we wanted them to know who the buck we were. So we came up with little plans of, eh, how can we become relevant? We didn't view it as that at the time, but looking back on it, that's exactly what it was. Okay? The, the, the worst thing that we did, I'm going to tell you the story right now, and it's, quite frankly, it's shameful. It's something that if my kids did it, I would think that they would end up becoming serial killers. Uh, I would almost be certain of it. So here's what happened. We, there was a girl that went to our local high school. Okay, she was around my age, around my brother's ages. You know, you know, we were in the same ballpark as the same age. Now, the thing that made this girl special is that she was ultra popular. Okay, she actually ended up becoming Miss Alabama, and she got second place for Miss America. Okay, very big deal. This girl's very popular. So she lived right down the street from us. Okay, that was like the one little thing that we had going for us is, oh, okay, well, if nothing else, we're kind of her neighbor. Yeah, she might not know that we're her neighbor, but we're her neighbor, and we daggum know it. So we, we started following her on her MySpace, and... Yeah, started seeing what her life was up to. Started seeing who her friends were. Well, we found out she had a best friend. It was this blonde girl that also lived kind of near where we live. And uh, that made us excited. And, you know, we wanted to be inside the loop. We wanted to be in there. We wanted to be relevant, but we didn't know how. So we came up with an idea. And what, what it was was, okay, I remember this. So... Every day when we, you know, if we went to work or something like that, we would drive home. And when you drive home, you can either go her way. I'm not going to say her name. You would either go the, the popular girl's way where if you take this certain road, it's not as good of a way to go. It's not as convenient. It's not as efficient. But the, the thing was you would get to see her car. Okay. And for us, that was a big deal to see her car. Now, her car had a specialized license plate and it said m squared i believe or yeah m squared i believe that's what it was m cubed i don't know one of the two whatever the one is m to the third power that's what it was 
because their name was like MMM. That was her initials. And, uh, you know, if you got to drive that way, you got to see her car. And if you're really lucky, you got to see her. And if you got to see her, if you're extremely lucky, she may make eye contact with you and you might get to wave at the popular girl. And if you wave at her, then who knows? She might start noticing you on your MySpace, okay? It was a grandmaster plan to get inside this girl's world. We wanted to be relevant. We wanted to be a part of it. And I think there were a few times where I saw her out and about when I was on my way home from work. And that was thrilling for me. Exciting. Okay? Now, this was awesome. But... We knew that unless we did something really big to really catch her attention, it was not going to go past just the occasional seeing her car or, if you're lucky, seeing her. Okay, It was never going to get past that. Now, I don't know if we wanted to be with this girl or what. I don't think we did. I mean, obviously, if she said, hey, you want to be my boyfriend? We would have done it in a New York minute. But, yeah, that was kind of a far-fetched idea. Her parents were rich. She was rich. She was popular. So one day, and I don't know how it happened, but somehow one day we got a hold of some peach cobbler mix. So like it's a bag that maybe a, I think, I don't know what, I don't know how we got it. I don't know how we got it, but it was a bag that was like for a restaurant to get from like, you know, when they make their recipe, they get bags of crap. Well, there was a bag of peach cobbler, <laughs> peach cobbler mix. So it was pretty much, if you want to know what it's like, it's kind of like a peach chunks. There's chunks of peach in there. And then uh, it's like a syrupy texture. So it's kind of like that super sticky. And if it were to get on anything, it'd be so sticky, pretty much like syrup. So we somehow got like a few bags of those. It was more than one bag. We got a lot of it. Okay. So we, we thought to ourselves, we're like, yeah, what if we could just, and like I said, if these were my kids come up with this idea, I would be very concerned about their future. Very concerned. Okay. So we, uh, we, we, we get an idea to get all the bags, sneak down to the girl's house one night. Cause it wasn't far from our house. Maybe, maybe a quarter mile. And uh, we were going to sneak down late at night. It was me and my two brothers. We thought this would be a great idea. And we were going to sneak down there and cover, lather her car in peach cobbler syrup. Okay, now this is so fun. And then after the lathering of the car, we were going to get a pillow that was a feather pillow, like a down pillow. And cut that mother effer open and just start throwing the feathers on the car. Now, if this isn't going to make us relevant and isn't going to get us attention, good gosh, I don't know what will. So we came up with the idea. And knowing us, when, it, when, we, when we were that age, good gosh, we didn't have enough parental uh, uh guidance if you may uh over us okay the parents were never paying attention to what we were doing so if we got into some ridiculous crap they had no idea and we knew that because we had a basement in our house and that's where all this sketchy bullcrap went down 
Okay, that's where all of our master plans went down. And since our parents never went down to the basement, they had no idea what we were doing. So sure enough, we go out one night and we're just, we get down there like, okay, cut open the bags of crap, dump it on the car. So we dump it all over the car. We rub it around with our freaking generic homeschool irrelevant hands. Lather the mother effer up. Start throwing the feathers on there. And we just go ham. It's like, all right, guys, we did it. Let's get the fuck out of here. She'll surely love this in the morning. Like, just the idea of that is so ridiculous, man. Like, you see some crazy crap happen, and it's like, who would do that? And this is one of that, this takes the cake. This is one of those things where it's like, hey, are you a freaking serial killer? What are you trying to do? Well, you're trying to get her attention, so then maybe, oh, she'll start to like us if we do this. If she realizes the stunt that we just pulled, we're guaranteed getting her. And there's three losers. Loser homeschoolers trying to get her? Get out of here. What's going to happen is she'll find out it's you and be like, hey, we probably need to move. Mom, Dad, can we move? Because we got some freaks up the street that are vandalizing my car with freaking syrup that's peach and feathers. So Lord knows the next few days we're going to her MySpace every day. Looking minute to minute, seeing if she's doing an update, talking about the peach, talking about the vandalism. And dadgummit, she never said a word. And dadgummit, we went by her car the next morning, she had cleaned the mother effer. She cleaned it all perfect, as good as new. And it was a hit. It was it was a blow to us, okay? It was a blow to us because we thought that was going to be what would make it for us. It was a make it or break it situation, and dadgummit, it broke it. So then after that, we figured, hey, you know what? We tried with her. We failed. Now let's just try with the general, the general high school group of people. Let's try to be relevant, relevant with the high schoolers. So there was one year during the uh, the homecoming parade where all the seniors make their floats and they do the parade and they go down and whoever has the best float wins the parade and all that crap. And we decided, hey, we're irrelevant and we need to be relevant. So let's do something about this. Let's let's make our names known. We're going to be legends. So what do we do? We go to the floats and we... Uh, we we decide, hey, we're going to vandalize these things. Yeah, that's right. We're going to ruin the party for everybody. Yeah, homeschoolers are going to be relevant this time. I know last time with the, the popular girl, I know that didn't work. But this time's different. This time we're hitting an entire school. Somebody's going to message about this. Somebody's going to post this on their MySpace. Sergeant Erica is sneaking to the high school at midnight and we go to the area where the floats are and we get our generic spray paint and just start spray painting all over the freshman float. For some reason, we only targeted the freshman. I guess we thought, hey, we're cool. Freshmen are losers. We're going to do this. But in reality, we were the losers and the freshmen were just trying to make a float. And sure enough, we vandalized the float with some spray paint. And we like, yeah, got him good. And then what did we do? What the F did we do? Because Lord knows we always want to be relevant. 
We went to the parade a few days later when they were going, and we're like, oh my gosh, here it comes. Here comes the freshman float. And the freshman had spray painted back over our spray paint with white spray paint. And their float got dead last. <laughs> and I guess maybe a few people talked about who the heck vandalized her thing. But I think we wrote things like, losers. And then acted as if we were from another school by putting other school colors and like names on it. Like, yeah, Blue Devils, Kick A, F U. Titans suck. And it's like, oh, oh my gosh. The genericness, the level of genericness is just too much to handle. It really is. But at that time, you know, as a lonely homeschooler, it was anything to get some attention because Lord knows we weren't getting it and we needed it. We needed to be relevant. So we did what we could do. Did it work? No. Did we ever become relevant in our community? Buck no. Even after I went to the high school, still zero relevance. And uh, yeah, it's sad, but it happened. I'm not proud of it. Here's the thing. I look back on most of the things I did when I was younger. And I think, good gosh, what an idiot. If my kid were to do that crap, I would be like, wow, my kid sucks. He's a loser who has no friends and is trying to get attention. Wow. So, yeah, that's it. And that's going to conclude today's podcast. So thank you for listening, and I will talk to you next time.